Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Leadership Journey Podcast, an absolute enlightenment for leaders on how to become better, serve better, love better, and to live better. I would like you to tune in and listen open-mindedly for beneficial messages to come across to you. Hello there. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. And on today's episode, I am having Nthabi from South Africa. Unthabi is the founder of House of Shekinah Consulting Life and she's a leadership coach and a transformational speaker with a passion for developing women, particularly sorry, women in leadership. She uses her experience and journey as a leader to partner with women by supporting them in their highly pressurized roles. In her role as a coach, she acts as a sounding board and thinking partner in order to assist them in coming up with strategies that set them apart in their industries and assist them in showing up powerfully in their their roles as a leader. In her experience as a leader, she has established a high-performing, very motivated, self-leading team. She has also been involved in leading and turning around a team that was not performing. Once again, join me in welcoming Unthabi from South Africa. Thank you so much for being here, Unthabi. Thank you so much for the welcome. Um, Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I am so, so, so honored to have you right now. And I'm so glad because this discussion for today is something I am so much interested about. It's something I have been longing to know more and to get knowledge about it and to understand it the more because it is a very, very vital crisis in our world right now. It is a very vital issue. And the better we get to solve this issue, we get to come around to approach this sooner, the better for us as a world, the better for us as an human race. And I'm so glad that I have no one but you to discuss this with. So thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for joining. And uh, for you who is listening to us right now, I would let Inthabi introduce herself for just a few minutes and we'll kick off the conversation. Over to you, Inthabi. Um, yes, hello. Uh, my name is Inthabi Singh from South Africa, Joburg. Um, yes, like you've said, I am a life and a leadership coach. Um, yeah, and a founder of House of Shekinah Consulting. I'm privileged and honored to work with women, um, especially women who are in an, in leadership position. Um, yeah, I'm just honored to be able to support them, collaborate with them and partner with them in terms of transforming, um, their, their journeys. Um, and also just, um, helping them and, and be there a partner for them, um, in solutioning and in thinking and in, and in brainstorming so that we um, so that they move ahead with their own strategic goals and also just um, feel empowered as well in terms of in, in, in definitely in their leadership roles yeah that's me in a nutshell <laughs> great great I love that I love that and I love as I said when I first met you I said I love what you do I love your sacrifice I love your influence on not just women but everyone that you are now taking us you are making us being more aware of this problem that we have a very very big problem and we have to solve this together as one so thank you so much for doing what you do thank you so much for influencing us thank you so much for taking yourself as a role model to inspire more people not just women but men so thank you so much thank you so much thank you so much i can't stop saying thank you (laughs) it's, it's a pleasure i mean 
it's it's a journey for me. I'm honored. Um, I, the honor actually, I'm the one that is honored and privileged. Um, and for these women to allow me um to be a partner in their journeys, and I'm I'm also still learning. So I think it's a, I'm very privileged to learn and unlearn and relearn um with them as well. So I think I'm the privileged and honored one to be working with such amazing and powerful women. Yeah. Great. Great. So uh, let's dive in, Nthabi. Let's dive in now. First, before I go, before I go into uh, our questions, what is your definition of leadership? Um, I think first and foremost, for me, um, leadership is about servitude. Leadership is about serving. It's the highest form of serving. Um, that's 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 the the foundational principle for me. Um, and then after being serve, after leadership being servanthood, um, it's influence. Um, it's influence uh, where people follow you because they want to, not follow you because of the position that you are in. It's basically people giving you permission to influence them because you cannot influence without having anybody to influence, without followers. So people have to actually want to be influenced by you in order to influence them. I know if I'm making sense. <laughs> yes, totally. but um, um, definitely it's, it's, it's a servanthood and an influence for me. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You know, one of the interesting things for me, uh, being opportunity to host this uh, podcast is I get to learn a lot from different people. And every time I get to ask this question, what is your definition of leadership? I get something new. I get to learn something new from everyone's definition. I can give numerous definition of leadership defined by different speakers who has been on uh, this podcast and I have the opportunity to speak with, to interact with. And whenever I meet with one new person, it is always a new definition. It is always a new definition. But one thing that never sees in those collective definition is the utmost thing, which is influence. Influence is the most important thing, is the foundation of everything. And you talked about that. That is you influencing people. You are that is the other people allowing you to influence them. That is you serving people. That is the foundation of ethos. When other people are going to define leadership, it is also going to surround that. It's also going to be around the world of influence. And that is why for those who are listening right now and have been with us in this journey of leadership, know my definition of leadership is by John Maxwell. Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. That is the mm -hmm. best definition I, I, I love. That is the best definition I, I get to so much connect with because that sums it all. That is, with that, it tells you so many things. It tells you that leadership is not about the position. Leadership is not about you, your money or the title or wherever you're, wherever you hide. It's just about you making an impact, adding value. And I love that because it says in that also, it says that anyone and everyone is a leader. So I so much love that definition. I so much love that definition. Now, yeah. yeah. Now, Amazing, I, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. I want to read some statistics right now. And this is, this is this happening. This is very, very bad. And I just need, if you're listening Right now, I'll need you to hold yourself up in order not to uh, 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 just because when I see this, I feel I felt so bad. I felt so, so bad right now. 25% of all leadership roles are held by women. 190 head of states, only nine are women. Of all the parliaments in the world, 
13% are women. Only 15% of women are in top level. In the non-governmental organization, only 20% are helded by women. Only 5% mm -hmm. of the Fortune 500 company CEOs are women. Mm -hmm. This is this is serious. This is yeah, that's a quite low. They, they wow. really now. Um, okay, go on, go on, go on. No, it's okay. You go first. You go first. Okay, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Uh, now. I, I really I really don't know how to ask this or oh, I do I really don't know how to coin this because I don't want to say how did we get here because we were never here we were never here we were, we are just getting to a very yeah so I if you understand what I'm trying to ask is how is this how yes 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 please I I think um so I, I think the biggest thing is obviously our history. Um, we do have a history of um, coming from a world a world that is predominantly uh, male, um, especially in those positions. Um, in the past, it used to be all male, 100% male in those positions. And over the years, um, it, it's starting to change slowly. But obviously, we are suffering the after effects of our history. And obviously, it's not going to take um, 10 years or 100 years to actually change the face of leadership. But it's going to take more years and more work and more effort from us women actually also stepping up into those roles and um, putting our hands up to be in those roles and more men advocating for um, for women to be in those roles as well and society advocating for women to be in those roles. So I think um, mo most importantly, we are just suffering the, 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 the effects of um, coming from a history where um, it was just male dominant um, and, and that is the result. But um, in my mind, I think we are moving. The fact that there are a percentage of women in leadership positions right now, it's not enough, yes, but I do think that um, it's a step towards the right direction. I think um, the generations to come, the next generations and more generations to come will find the place or the world at a much better place than it is now if we do what we need to do as, as, as female leaders. And you said something, you said this is to show how our society is, how to show where we, we were coming from that. We're coming from a world whereby it is dominated by males, you know, and I, I see that is totally the truth because, you know, when before now, it's always been men. Like when you get to see things, you see CEOs of companies or heads of departments, you know, majorly it's around men. And when we get to see female, there's this, there is this, uh, there is this excitement or which is not supposed to be that, oh, at last we, we, we add someone there or, oh, a woman, a woman there. Wow. This is nice. And which is not supposed to be because, but it is so because we've been in a world whereby it's dominantly women, where men, it's majorly surrounded by men, it's majorly, uh, men who are there. And I, I, I almost <laughs> cry, cry whenever I get to, to see this or to experience this or to remember this because this says a lot about who we are. This says a lot about who we are. This says a lot about our society is. And we get yeah. to see this everywhere. We get to see this from the political se uh, political sector to the non-governmental organizations to schools, to schools, to the list, to the family uh, lane or the family sector or whatever I can call it. And 
yeah. this is serious because you know some family will be like the woman is not allowed to walk or the woman is not allowed to step outside or the woman is not allowed to you know uh go outside at uh, home just because she's a woman why the male is allowed and is actually not even allowed give himself the freedom to mm. go outside and you know this this gap or this privilege that has been associated with this gender male and while well, it's been absent to the female and you see this happen times and times again even with uh this benefits in workplace whereby you know because you are a male you you get to receive this certain benefit and you are a female you have a, even you've been at the same at the same level but you get to receive different benefits or different yeah. remuneration and remuneration. How do we get to close this gender gap? How do we get to close this gender gap? Because this is a serious, serious issue. I think um, the only way to, to, to close this gap is actually having society itself firstly and um, the male counterparts advocating for women um, to be in the leadership roles in the first place. And secondly, um, ha allowing the conversations to happen. You know, and openly having those conversations to say, here we are, there are women in leadership positions and yet there's a disparity in how they're getting paid and yet they are educated and very skilled. Um, it takes a conversation. We need to have those conversations in order to close the gap. And for me, it's an integrity issue, you know. Um, I, I don't see how it makes sense for a woman if we are all qualified and we have the same qualifications and the same um, number of years experience and yet there is um, a, a gender that uh, is being paid higher than the other. For me, it's an, more of an integrity issue than anything, which means organizations um, need to work harder in terms of aligning that. Um, and as as women, we got to have to also, um, which we are doing currently, I mean, women have done such great works in terms of getting to where we are right now. We just need to continue the work in having those conversations. They're very uncomfortable conversations. And sometimes we need to initiate those conversations. So I think it's, it will take us to continue to have those uncomfort uncomfortable positions, um, sorry, conversations. And um, the society and the males um, be willing to meet us halfway um, in, in terms of having these conversation so that we can move so we can move forward with this already and especially so that the next generation can find the world at a better place um than we are at the at, at the moment i think that's the most important thing i i love that i love that and i think uh, you know why i am not trying to say a lot in this conversation i'm not trying to talk it is because i want to totally learn and i totally want to get what you're saying right here because this is a very important important topic and i really want to get you detail to detail in this conversation and i love that you're putting so much energy in this i love that you're putting so much energy. and now let's go back to what you said you said the society has a lot to do the males have a lot to do in supporting women in this journey because this is going to take us a long long a long journey this is going to take us a long time to get to have this balance whereby we have this equity and we are so satisfied with the results. This is going to take us a long time. And the last time I was discussing with you, I told you how I saw an article that was a research I was taking. In this research, it was said that before we can have this e an equality 
it will take us till 2050. I think I told you that if you can remember that the first time we're having a conversation and yeah. this, this, this is serious. Now, how you said our society have to, they have to be involved and the male have to be involved. Right now, there will be someone listening to us and be like, okay, uh, David, don't I really want to get into this. I want to be one of those supporters. I want to be one of those that would advocate and support this, this call, this issue. What are the specific things we have to do? What are the specific things we have to do as a society? Yes, it is about involving women. We know that. But what are the specific things to do? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, I think um, it, it begins with men holding themselves accountable. You know, there are certain things that, that happen in a society where women are not being treated correctly. You know, they're not being treated the way they're supposed to be treated. Like a, a simple example that I can make, you could be walking in the street, um, walking past a group of men, and all of a sudden you are being sexualized and people are whistling at you and howling at you. You know, it, it starts there. But somebody to stand up and say, listen, this behavior is, is inhuman. This behavior is is, is, is is incorrect. We should not be behaving like this as men. That's where it starts. It starts with men holding themselves accountable and actually acknowledging the fact that they're in a position of privilege because of our history. And because they are privileged, they are the ones that need to play a bigger role in changing the mindset of the society and changing the environment in which we live in. Um, it takes honestly, it will take a, it will take men to hold themselves accountable. And when they see some injustices happening, they know this is wrong. Um, and, and they will not stand for it. It will take one. If all of them can hold themselves accountable and stand up and, and protect women, which is the role that, um, God has given them is to protect us as, as women. If they can play that role, I think, um, I think we, we can move along as, as quickly as possible in this, in this plight of, um, yeah, of, of getting that, of, of balancing the scale. I, yeah. I love what you said. I love what you said. And right now I would just buttress that is yes, we need more men to, to support that, to support women, to give voice to this issue. And I think we have amazing men doing that. I think we have amazing men doing that. We have people like Barack Obama doing that, supporting women, trying to put out uh, uh, his voice there to support the equality right there. And we have some amazing leaders doing that in the organization whereby they get to put out more women in the organization in the top level to support and you know, echo that out for others, for other leaders to do the same. And I think yeah. as young people too, we have to do that. And the way we can do that is first respecting women in the way we respect ourselves. Just as uh, I am a Christian for those who are listening right now. And you know, in the Bible, it says that love your neighbor just as you love yourself. That is one of the greatest rule uh, Jesus Christ gave to Christians gave to us as Christians as when he was asked, what is the greatest commandment? And he said, love your God with all your heart, with all your mind and with all your soul. And he said, the second greatest commandment is love your neighbor just as you love yourself. So right now, Jesus Christ understood that, understood the issue then, which I will talk a little bit about that because this is the first time I really be getting into the Bible with our listeners. But if you're a non-Christian, I would want you to stick with us throughout the episode because you would see so much value in what I, I would share soon. So now 
loving your neighbor just as yourself is one of the best thing you can do to improve your leadership that is one two loving your neighbor just as yourself it will help you respect other human beings and respect women more if you can love a woman just as you love yourself you can respect a woman just as you respect yourself you're actually solving yours actually an edge to solving the problem we have yeah. because when you respect women you won't want to uh cheat them you won't want to pull, pull them back from the top level in which they are uh they are how will i put this they they fit for they 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 are capable to undo they are skillful to undo because when you respect them you respect their intelligence you respect their values you respect their ideas you respect their feedback you respect everything and anything they bring to you so respect is one key thing to respect to resolving this issue, to uh, having to put out this issue out there for everyone to follow. And I think Unthabi would agree with me on that, that respect is one of the key things, is the foundation we have to deal with first in order to solve this uh, gender inequality, right? Yeah, definitely agree with you um, 101%. I think it does that with with respect, um, respecting each other. You know, you, you can't... Um, love somebody without respecting them. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, you cannot separate the two. So if 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 Christ is, is saying that we must love your neighbors, you love yourself. So if you wouldn't disrespect yourself, then you shouldn't be disrespecting the next person, whether they are male, female, blue, pink, or, or whatever the gender is. It shouldn't be a disparity, a gender disparity. There shouldn't be a culture disparity. There shouldn't be a race disparity. You know what I mean? So if you're loving your neighbor, you are loving yourself and you are in fact loving God as well. It's a commandment. So I think you cannot separate respect from love. So I do agree with you 100%. I love that. Thank you. Thank you on that. I, I respect Inthabi so much. I respect her intelligence. I respect her confidence. I respect the influence she has. I respect everything that she does. And having her right now to listen to her talk about this issue is a great privilege. It's a total great privilege and I'm so glad that she's here. Oh. <laughs> she's here. Now, oh, thank you, thank you, Daniel. <laughs> my my absolute pleasure. Now we 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 have this. There's this challenges women face in leadership, whereby their age is a thing. Whereby you you hear some companies tell you if you're 40 and you have three kids or two kids or kids at all or any kid, you you really you can't be allowed to get to the top level or you won't be given the opportunity to get top of level because they don't think you can balance the family life and the business life together. How, how, how is that? How is that? <laughs> and you know, I, 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 let me share this with you. I, a few days back, I was listening to the news and, uh, there, there's this police force. I really didn't know we had this law. In the police force here in Nigeria, which is that married women are not allowed into the force. I really didn't know that was present. I really didn't know that. Until a few days ago, and I was like, what? Married women not allowed? Why? Why? See, see something like that. That is, that is very bad. What do you have to say to this? What do you have to say to this? That is so disheartening. Um, I'm actually rolling my eyes out of the sockets right now. <laughs> Um, that we are even having this question or even this discussion about women balancing 
lives. Um, women have been doing this for ages. We've got Proverbs 31 woman from the Bible that was a, a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, and a family woman as well that, that had a husband, you know. So why are we having this conversation? Women have always, have always been able to balance family life and work life. Yes, we have to go on maternity leave after we've had kids, but that doesn't affect how women perform and how they show up in the society or in their roles as leaders. That should not even be a conversation in my mind. Um, and the fact that married women are not allowed in a, in a, in a, in a police force, that is also very disheartening. At, at 2020, we're in 2021, for goodness sake. Um, women have been raising kids, have been doing the most, you know, um, in our society. So I, I can't even speak to that because for me, it's, 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 why are we even having this conversation in 2021? Um, there's no question about uh, women having to balance all the roles that they play in their lives. They've always been able to do that. It's a special, um, it's a special talent and a special gift that God has given us. Um, and we, and they do it. We do it effortlessly. Um, it should never be even uh, as an issue that we are discussing, in my opinion. But um, unfortunately, there is a reality that, um, yeah, uh, women are discriminated against. That is discrimination. It's, it's pure discrimination, and it's unacceptable in my mind. Um, one should not, should never um, lose or not to be, con not uh, be considered for a position because they are married and they've got kids. Um, for me, that's no, that's 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 ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. Um, as as a as a woman, let me worry about my family life or that. Don't don't make that decision for me. Um, I'll I'll see what I can do and what I can handle. And um, we've had women in leadership that have handled it so well. So, like I said, there's a Proverbs 31 woman in the Bible that has been. <laughs> So I don't understand why then um, there needs to be questions about this um, at this day and age. So yeah, that's that's all I got to say. It's 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 triggering me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, man. Um, we should not be having such discussions in 2021. Yes, and I can go through a list of women who are doing this, and I think I shared with you one of the great leaders I know, which is Shel Sandberg, the chief. Yeah. Uh, operating officer of Facebook, we have Oprah Winfrey doing awesomely well. We have Mitchell Obama. We have uh, uh, what's this? We have uh, Okonjo Iweala, which was just uh, the U.S. just supported in a push for the Director General of the World Trade Organization in Nigeria. Perfect, super amazing woman. We have uh, Kemi Adeoshun. We have Harriet Tubman, which the U.S. Mm -hmm. proposed that they will be having a uh, image on the, the the dollar bill we have so so amazing women you know i can go on and on with go on. Yes, the list and on. we have we have that we have those people doing amazing work. so i don't really think there should be a limitation on what yeah, the woman I'm... can do and one thing one thing you talked about which you really didn't say it out loud but i i i took that out of your conversation is you said you know there's this you said the woman should be the one to worry for our problems or for our challenges or anything. And yes, you know, we, the society sometimes we get to like, oh, she has a kid. How is she going to undo? We had one that get to worry about our situation. We get to worry for her. Like, you know, when you said, let her be the one to know how she will handle herself. We had the one that get to 
propose for how she would handle herself like oh she has three kids how is she going to balance that with you know something like that or uh she's married how she's going to, how is she going to balance that we, we just have to step back and let her balance herself with the business yeah. Definitely, definitely. I mean, come on, women are, are smart, women are powerful. Yeah. Uh, we, I can make that decision myself. And I know if one is ex- um, um, accepting a very demanding role in leadership that requires her to be there, um, I'm sure she, a woman is smart enough to say, okay, cool, what type of help do I need? That's where we can as coaches as well in terms of supporting, in terms of being um, the sounding board and a thinking partner and just creating a space for um, for women to actually um, brainstorm together and collaborate and partner and support them as much as we can as coaches. Um, the woman basically is, is, is capable of stepping back and looking at her life and seeing what she needs and what supports that she will need and make the necessary changes um, to ensure that happens. So I think we sh- um please don't think for us. <laughs> Society should yeah, not be Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and making yeah, yeah. decisions on behalf. Um no, um no, I don't think I don't think that's that's correct. I love that. Happening. Um don't think for me, I can think for myself. Yeah. Um, for myself thank you very much yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know i think that's gonna be an highlight or a quote uh, quote by you do not think for us <laughs> you know yeah. i really love that yeah don't no don't think for us we can think for ourselves come on now <laughs> yeah great 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 uh you know now we've talked about the problems we've talked about the challenges women face with their age with the the attribution of their kids or their marriages being attributed to them because of that and they are now limited now we'll be moving into the solution and i know you are so prepared for that because you have tons of solution for us right now but and i think you talked about a little bit (laughs) but absolutely i trust you that you 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 have something for us right here. You have something for us right here. And you talked about that, which a little bit about that, even though I didn't ask in the beginning of the, our conversation, which is women, uh, sorry, men supporting women to, to lend their voice, which is part of the solution. And I love that you said that at the beginning, at the beginning. And I would also re-echo that right here. But now before we move into the solution, what do you have to say to, because I know, I personally know someone, I personally know someone this issue happened to. And right now, what do you have to say to women whereby they've been limited to the extent that they are now giving up on themselves? You know, society has limited them, the environment, the organization, people around them have limited them to the extent they could go, to the extent they could explore their, their resources, they could explore their skill, their capacity, their everything about them. What do you have to say to someone right there? You know, there can be someone listening to us right now and be like, I have tried so many times. I have tried to put out my best. I have tried to convince my leaders. I have tried to convince my organization. But I, I am giving up. I am tired of this. I really do not want to engage in this anymore. What do you have to say to them right now? Um, yeah, so there's this saying um, lately, especially in social media, that um, if a woman cannot have, if you can, as a woman, if you cannot have a seat at the table, you create a seat for yourself. Mm. I think um, gone are the days where women have to beg for recognition and 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 support and um, advocacy and all of those things. Um, we're in an era where women are opening up their own empires, they're entrepreneurs, they're running their own empires. So, um, I think, 
that's that's what we must do. Start our own companies that are women-led, so then we can empower more women to become leaders. Do you know what I mean? But um, for those that God has placed in the marketplace to continue the fight, I think God will will enable them. It's it's important for them to lean on God for strength because it's really tiring. I've been mm-hmm. there, um, and you constantly hit, it feels like you're hitting your head against the wall, and at some point you get tired of it. So the only person that can give strength is God. But I think the important thing is not to give up. Someone somewhere out there will listen. You know, there are organizations, there are body structures that are there within organizations, um, regulatory bodies that are there that can help us. Um, I think that the worst thing that could happen is for us to stop fighting and keep quiet and let things be because then that doesn't change anything either. So I think we need to continue to have the difficult conversation. We need to continue to push. We need to continue the fight. Otherwise, then um, it's not going to do us any good and it's not going to do do the generations that are coming any good either. So my advice would be is don't give up. Don't give up. Continue to be resilient. Continue to use your voice for the good. And now I'm referring to specifically those that God has placed um, in the marketplace, in the in, in corporates, um, in workplaces to actually fight this fight. Um, he will enable them. He will give them the wisdom and the discernment to actually fight and the strength. But they should not give up. And then there are those that are gifted and are called to start companies and run their own companies and create more leadership positions for other women and train more women um, in leadership. So for those, then we also, my advice is to continue and and not to, um, do not give up. God will give you strength too and the wisdom to to keep pushing. Um, I think the main thing that I'm saying is not to give up in whatever it is that you, you are doing. And also protect your mind, protect your peace, protect your heart. Don't allow anybody to um, to bash you or put you down to a point where you are questioning your self-worth or questioning your self-esteem or questioning um, who you are. When has it become abusive so that I can move on? Because you can't continue to fight when you are being abused or are in a toxic environment. So... That's where then we also need to be discerning in terms of drawing the line where to stop fighting and to hand over the bait to someone else. So um, it's very important then to be in tune with, with, with God and, and be in tune with his leading in terms of how to deal with certain certain situations. Because I, I do not advocate for women to stay in, in abusive and toxic yeah. environments even if um, to fight, um, just to continue the fight, if it's affecting them um, emotionally and physically, um, it's not worth it, if that's the case. Powerful message right there. Powerful message right there. To those who are kind of giving up, to those who are already in the marketplace, to those who are are led, have the ability to start up their empires, to start up their corporations. Go ahead. Do not give up. I love that. Message to three specific groups right there. You know, this is what I'm saying about Nthabi. She is so, so amazing. So amazing. And you know, I believe Nthabi is part of those that are called to start up their incorporations because in the beginning of the introduction, I told you how she started her company out of Shekinah. She leads with purpose. She leads with purpose. That is super amazing. Now, can you tell us a little bit about the House of Shekinah? House of Shekinah. 
Um, so Haz Shikaina um, is a company, it's a consulting consulting company. Um, it deals with strategic leadership, um, consulting in terms of strategic leadership and obviously coaching and training and developing women. Um, not just women, but um, just um, consulting with um, corporates in terms of leadership and stuff. But, in, but myself as a coach, I work with women. I work with coaching women, but the business itself does work with a variety of of, of, of companies as well in terms of consulting and actually um, helping companies come up with strategies in terms of lead and certain targets and all of those things as well. And actually, um, yeah, I'll be launching that part of the business at a, at a later stage. But right now, my focus is just more on coaching and training and development here. I love that. I love that. And, you know, something interesting, when, what she said is the business uh, it does with interacting with every other person, but she does with women, she deals with women. And she stated that on her Instagram profile. So for those, you can check her out. Uh, I think all things yeah. leadership with Ntabi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All things lead. Am I right? Yes, with Ntabi, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all things leadership. And she puts out amazing content. I think every Monday she puts out this uh, video surrounding leadership. I think the last one you put out was Vision. I think something like that. Yeah, so I, you're right. I do put out videos every week. I'm currently doing um, motivational um, self-mastery videos every Monday. I haven't started with the YouTube videos. They will be coming soon. I'm launching a, a YouTube channel very, very soon, um, where I will be delving deeper into um, issues that women go through um, in their day-to-day -day lives in terms of their leadership journey. So that's, that's, that's loading that's coming soon. Um, but yeah, on Mondays, I do do um, more motivational self-mastery um, videos, five-minute videos, and a bit of coaching as well in there. Yeah, so I do, yeah, I do do those videos. Okay, great. So just because of time, we'll wrap up soon. Well, let's offer the solution. So what is the solution to solving this issue of few women in leadership how can we get to boost more women in leadership how what can men do what can students do what can organizations do and just before i, I allow you to say that i just want to offer my own number one solution which i think is good is first every organization should have a society for women which is and i think facebook does that facebook has this uh women women in leadership like women society whereby women at the top, get to interact with other women at different levels of the organization. And I think other organizations need to just uh, imbibe that. They need to uh, kind of take that and use that in the organization, whereby you create a society. When you create a society for women, they get to interact. They get to, you know, brainstorm together. This gets to boost their level of uh, uh, support because they would support each other. And just to put out there, I... I love that more women like you that do this, you also, one of the things you advocate for also is unity among women, unity among women. And I think that's absolutely the truth, that we need more unity. And also from the male uh, side, there should be more unity in the gender race to push this, uh, boost this, uh, uh, the solution to this. So what other solution do you think we need to 
be involved in or we need to do to solve this? I think you're right. Um, I think, um, yes, women, there's different various groups and various bodies and organizations where women are collaborating in terms of moving this issue forward and solving for, for this issue. Um, but I think um, the one thing that we need more of is for women and men to come together and solve together because um, as much as as women, we can get together, which is great. We get together in these women conferences and we empower each other. Like I said, that I, I feel women do not need any more empowering. We need to be supported and we need to infiltrate those leadership positions. And the only way we can do that, we need the leadership that is there in organizations to actually advocate for women to actually move into these positions. And that obviously that needs to be holistic. We need to start, um, obviously, um, recognizing leaders and, and training leaders from the day, um, you, as a leader, when you see that potential, when um, a new starter starts um, a, a coming from varsity, joining your organization, we need to start grooming for leadership at that level. And we also need to start grooming for leadership in schools, mm. um, just conscientizing young girls to be leaders. And also when, when it starts, when they start hitting the job market, they'll be equipped. And also we need more um, leaders as well who are in leadership position in more middle and, and junior levels as well so that in a couple of years to come, they'll be trained enough, they'll be skilled enough and experienced enough to actually hold um, those leader, senior leadership and executive leadership positions. Um, at the same time, we cannot expect that... Um, they, could, um, they should just pick out any 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 woman um, and put them in those executive positions. I think we need the skill um, and we need um, we need that experience and we need to be developed you know, at, at at a young age so that by the time you you are chosen to actually fill that position, you are ready and you are truly prepared and you are set up for success. That's that's what needs to happen. Like a woman needs to be set up for success when taking up such a role, and at that and and that also needs to be advocated by by our male counterparts and counterparts and the leadership that is there. It's the leadership that that can drive change. Um, it's the leadership that can influence the change. Okay. And um, unfortunately, and fortunately, or unfortunately, <laughs> however <laughs> you put it, the power still does lie. The majority of the power um, does still lie with with the males. So I do challenge the males who are in leadership position. Yes, they've done so much already. We do have women in leadership. We do um, in very critical leadership positions, but we need more. Um, and we thank them for, for the work that they've done already, but we just need more of, of, of their help and more. Uh, we need them to just advocate for us a bit more and to continue having these conversations so that the scale starts to balance at some point. That is true that is true that is to equip them right from a young age equip them right from the university level or from the home equip them equip yeah. them for those who have uh, a girl child try to equip them try to teach them what they need to know try to let them be aware of this problem on how they can stand tall on how they can be confident in this area because as i said i believe women are the one who take us into the next phase of innovation it's the next phase of leadership it's the next phase of uh, quality love and empathy and great skill 
and every good thing I think women are capable to do that. And, and I know I didn't forget about the Bible passage, which I was about to, uh, story I was, I promised to share with you, which is this. I said earlier in the conversation that I will share with you the story of how Jesus even, uh, and I think I shared this with Insabi the last time we spoke. How Jesus Christ also recognized this issue of inequality in men and women. And this is it. I think it was in the book of Matthew where a lady, this woman, was caught in an adultery. And, you know, uh, the people caught her. And, you know, this story, when one of my role models, and which I shared with interview sometimes ago, Samadebi, talked about this story. I, I, I was so, I was so jacked up because I laughed my, tore me off. I laughed off. And, it's, you know, they caught this woman and they brought her. First of all, she was caught in an in a fornication or adultery. That was how it was put. That so get that right. Get that right. She was caught in the act. And the Bible stated that she was caught in the act. So hold that with you. And you know, when they caught her, they brought her to Jesus Christ. And they said, Jesus Christ, this lady was caught in the act of a fornication. And said, Uh-huh. Okay. You know? And I was like, she was caught in the heart. Like only her. Caught in the heart. Like only are caught in the act. Now, you have to understand that for you to commit this, you, you need a male counterpart. You need a male. You need... <laughs> and I said, wow, wow. And Jesus Christ understood this. And he said, mm. if he was not careful, he, he knew these people wanted to push him to the wall. He knew these people wanted to cause a trouble, wanted to cause a problem. And said, mm -mm. okay, no problem. If that is what you guys want to do, he said, okay, whoever... Who think is clean or who think is perfect and well molded and uh, does not commit anything or does not committed anything? She pick a stone and yeah. throw at her, yeah. you know. And yeah. right there, yeah. I said, "Wow, this is this is one of the best method for conflict resolution or the best way." For conflict re resolution, I said, wow. He, 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 he just took them on the spot there, right there and said, for you who have never committed this thing, okay, pick up a stone and throw at her. And everyone was shocked. No one moved. And I said, wow. It's not just because Jesus Christ felt like he wanted to counter them, but he understood that there was an inequality balance right there. Why was the man not brought there? Why was the man not also dragged there? to be disgraced that this is what these two were actually doing, but only the female. So I, at this same story I shared with my dad and we, we, we talked a lot on this and we, 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 we got so much value from this conversation and we came to, to the conclusion that this is how our society is. This is the reflection of our society. This is the reflection of who we are as a society and we really need to change that. We need to change that perspective. We need to change that story. We really need to change that idea and that limitation we put on women. We need to take it off, cancel it off, and make sure, because by doing this, we get to have a more equitable world. We get to have a more loving world. We get to have a more, you know, transparent world, whereby we get to work together. We get to achieve greater things together. So 
if you have been listening to us, one of the major things we talked about is respect, 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 respect. I'll say that again. Respect, respect, respect women more and more. Respect women more and more. Just the way you respect yourself. Just the way you do, you do not want to be disres uh, disrespected. Sorry. Uh, just the way you don't want to be used you don't want to be manipulated just the way you don't want to be cheated on just the way you don't want to be abused just the way you don't want to be harassed just the way you don't want to you don't want bad things to happen to you do not also do it to others do not do it to others because this is a big issue for those who think this is not the issue or you know those who think this is not the issue we've talked about this right now and we're saying this is a big issue this is a big issue and don't worry i would make sure to organize a time with Unsabi to always bring her back to you know talk more on this to talk more on this because we cannot overemphasize how this is a very very big issue and I'm so glad I'm having Sabi to talk about this. So respect more men to also lend their voice out to support this, this cause to support their voice, the women's voice to work together. And I love that Insabi talked about that in her final, final uh, answers that she gave. She said, men and women need to work together. It's not just about cre creating the community for women only, but also the teamwork between men and women. And I love that she stated that. And I also, organizations need also need to take the responsibility upon themselves to make sure that whenever they're getting to pick people for top levels, they should make sure there is the equality in balance. There is this balance in you uh, putting forward the candidate. And I, I remember, I think, uh, for those who have been following the episode, our uh, last case, I think, Sarah Habib, yeah, uh, no, not our last, uh, Sarah Habib, who is from the United Kingdom, shared a story with me personally of how she was in an organization. And, you know, there's this uh, vacancy for a, an higher level and they need someone there. And there is this other male counterpart who is doing well in grief. And she said she's also, they are also on the same level, doing, having the same results with the same qualifications. And, you know, they got to give the male counterpart the attention that is the one who should, who would be perfect for the organization. And she was like, no, you didn't even evaluate. You didn't even take research. You didn't even get to, you know, go through the normal, uh, normal process. You just had to finalize your, your decision just because it's a male counterpart. And she went ahead, convinced them with her research and her results. And she, she, she was given the position. She was given the position. You know, people like that, yeah. when I hear the story, I am so amazed. So for women, you also just get to put yourself out there, just as how Insab is doing. She's, you know, making her voice heard. She's making her, 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 her voice heard. She's giving the quality information out there. She's giving the best of information out there. She's giving, you know, top-notch, top-notch, top-notch. She's giving right out there. And thank you so much, Nsabi. Thank you so much. So what would be your closing, your closing remark, will I say, if I may say? <laughs> so, yeah, this, uh, like, I'm, I'm just going to take it back to um, what the scripture that you, you shared about Jesus, loving your neighbor like yourself. I mean, um, if you love your neighbor like yourself, you, you will treat them with respect and you will treat them like you would treat yourself. Mm. It just goes back to a heart of an individual, you know. Um, yes, we are conscientized based on our culture, based on where we come from. But I think it's just showing love and kindness and consideration for the next person just goes a long way, you know, um, in terms of how you treat others. So... 
I think we need to just be mindful on 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 how we treat others, on how we come across. And obviously, I do recognize that we come from different environments, and but we can still have fruitful conversation and fruitful conflict resolution, even though we do come from different backgrounds, in order to move a certain um, a certain goal forward. You know, um, I think it's very important that um, women are, are, are treated the way they deserve to be treated and recognized for the powerful that they are and um, and that God created us to be. You know, we, we also come from God. We were created by God. Yeah. So I don't understand the inequality that comes in the society. And it's, it's actually also reflective in the Bible when you spoke about um, the, the woman that that was almost stoned, um, that was almost stoned in Jesus. Um, yeah, and Jesus intervened there. It speaks of the patriarchy. I think... Um, it needs to start. It, it needs to start changing because it, it's not biblical. Um, it's not human to treat people like that anyway. So it's not even a, a gender, a woman and a male thing. It's just a human, a human level. We need to treat each other better as human beings. I think those are my closing. Those are my closing remarks. And and Thanks. for the women who are out there um, doing their thing. Continue, um, continue fighting, continue pushing. I like the story that you just shared, um, about the lady that actually fought, um, and proved that she deserved to be in that position. We need to do more of that. We need to be bold. But I think then the, the goal is to get to a point where, um, there's fairness, to get to a point where there isn't a male leadership and a female leadership, where leadership is just there shouldn't be a disparity. We need to get to that world. Um, but if, before we can get to that, we, there's work that needs to be done and we need to continue to push and do it. Um, yeah, that's that. Those are my closing. <laughs> Very close, wow. long closing. I but love yeah. that. <laughs> I love that. Seriously, I love that. Because you took yeah. your time. You made sure you, what you wanted to say is being understood. And I understood that. I understood that. And I hope our listeners also get to understand that. And please keep doing what you're doing. And surely, surely would love to have you back because, you know, this is a very long conversation. And what I planned also wasn't what even happened. I am so amazed that, you know, we have to just go through the flow and um sure because you know we took a lot of time and next time yeah. i want us to <laughs> i want us to you know manage the time and just put out valuable content out there and thank you so much for your time spent well thank you so so much thank you so much uh where can thank our listeners so connect with you um so i'm on instagram and facebook all things leadership within tabby and then linkedin um tabby sing that's where they connect with me. Yeah. yeah, great, great. So, guys, please check her out. Check her content out. And as I do say, we are all here to help each other. We are all here to serve each other. We are all here to love each other, you know? So we need that unity. We need that teamwork to get to push out this issue outside and, you know, to create more awareness for this and to offer solutions to this. Because it's not just about creating the awareness. It's also solving the issues providing solution for this and i'm so glad that myself and Gunthabi were able to you know put our own quota of this out there and i'm so glad you're listening to this i'm so glad you gave us the opportunity to be in your eardrums if you loved this episode if you loved this conversation don't forget to leave us a review on spotify on apple iTunes, wherever you listen to the podcast, please leave us a review and share with your friends and family. Till we meet next time, 
lead, love, and serve. Thank you so much. We'd like to show our appreciation to as many that tuned in. We hope you enjoyed every bit of this episode. Please do make it a date to join us next week for another wonderful episode of the Leadership Journey. Let's endeavor to inform our friends and colleagues, and I promise you won't regret it. See you next week and stay tuned. Bye-bye.